time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For the latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 245. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear.com.au will tell you about the Arlo range of smart home security cameras. Very soon I am here with uh, Darth Vader, Stormtrooper, Kylo Ren, yes, and Stephen right. Fennick from TechGuy.com.au. G'day, mate. Hello, Trevor. And you know what? I'm very, I'm very happy to hear that you actually watched of The Force Awakens. Mm, it was, the, it was on the flight. It was, mate. I'm filthy for you that wow. you didn't fly Etihad because on the way back on Etihad from uh, Amsterdam and Barcelona, um, they had a Star Wars channel. It was yeah. you know m- movies and Star Wars, and they had like the Star Wars episodes of the Family Guy, Star Wars extras. Yeah. Had just had all Star Wars stuff, including episodes four, five, six, and seven. Wow, we that's awesome. I think the reason the reasoning behind that, I think at the time I explained to you where there was the fact that. Part of the film, you know, the, the sections of the film that were on the desert planet, you know, Jakku at the start, mm. they were actually filmed in Abu Dhabi, yeah. which is where you, you, was that with your transit, uh, in transit, you were there. Yes. So, yeah. four out of five, by the way, I'll give it four Very stars. Good. Yeah, that's not bad. It's okay. good. It was a good story, but uh, I've got but a lot what? of questions. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm the person who answered them. Okay, I want to, no spoiler. Maybe, maybe not today, but. Wait, spoiler for the listeners. I'm sure, yeah. although I'm sure it's been out for nearly three months now, you would have seen it. I want tweets. Tweet us if you haven't seen The Force Awakens. Hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. And tell us what the moon was like if you've been living there for that long, if you haven't seen it already. (laughs) (laughs) Two blokes talking tech. Well, let's kick it off with a few uh, bits of uh, news before we have a bit of a discussion about uh, some rumours flying around. Um, Overnight, DJI unveiled the Phantom 4. Now, this was absolutely always coming in the wind because the price of every other Phantom drone has been reduced over the last few months. In fact, only a couple of weeks ago did the uh, Phantom 3 Pro drop in price down to $1,700. I was talking to someone from a competitor only a few weeks ago and they, they basically you know um said exactly what this thing would have but to actually see it now in in the flesh it's uh it's a pretty cool announcement so the phantom 4 pretty much um an evolution of of all the phantoms before it, but with some pretty darn cool technology on board it's still a 4k great camera um improved lens uh design wise it's it's uh it's a very shiny um smooth plastic which sounds weird but it's going to make it look different and air and also be aerodynamically different they've made the motors much taller so that the props don't interfere with your video but i think critically it has two cameras on the legs at the front and underneath at the bottom pointing down and around so that it can sense and avoid and use yeah. those cameras for a bunch of other features it's going to retail twenty three ninety nine. Yep. Um, if you order now, you'll get it around March eleven. So it's it's coming very soon. This is exciting because it is the, for the first time. It's now um, setting itself well apart from anyone else. No other drone on the market has the ability to uh, avoid a, a big rock or a big tree if if it's being flown at that uh, object, which mm-hmm. is which is huge. Yeah, this is a huge announcement. I think. The other features that you mentioned, like obviously there's going to be, it, it's got uh, greater flight time now. I think the battery now runs for like 28 minutes or something yeah. now. But the other features that, uh, the, the tracking features are what really impressed me. And they were kind of the, the, the standout features for, for some competitors that are now available on the Phantom. That could potentially put those other brands in, in DJI's back pocket because now with this new feature, you don't require any kind of sensor, any kind of thing to wear. Mm. It is tracked through the app. And, and with those obstacle avoidance technology as well, uh, which you mentioned that none of those other brands have as well, this appears to be the the go-to drone if you if you want the best on the market. And none of those things can be added 
to the other one. So um, to explain three features there, sense and avoid basically it's using the two forward facing cameras and, and, the, and the downward facing cameras to create a, uh, a bit of a modular map in its mind so it can, it can see objects and it will therefore fly around them or over them um, as it approaches them. Um, the, the tracking, the follow feature, as you, as you say, it's in nearly every other drone. In fact, it's in the Phantom mm-hmm. 3s as a software feature that allows you to, it follows the iPad um, in the in the 3DR Solo, it follows your your controller. In the Hexo, it follows a um, your, your iPhone. Yeah. So and there's other ones. There's a purported you know the Lily one that, that we've still never seen, but you know got a lot of publicity that will be a, a wrist watch based thing that it'll follow. But it's following an item. Whereas this one, what it does is it uses those cameras to and you highlight on the screen the object you want to follow, and it basically watches that object with the cameras. And it follows it. So someone running, someone walking, a car driving, whatever it is, it will it will theoretically follow that that item. And the other thing it allows you to do is on on the screen, you'll be able to tap an area on the screen, and the drone will just fly there. Mm. So you don't actually need to fly the drone. You can just say go here, and it will fly there and avoid things on the way. So what what that really helps is is that you got to remember this this is a flying camera. So the as Which you is know, exactly how DJI are describing absolutely it. like as you know and and I've had drones in the past as well the you got to fly the thing but then also get your head around shooting what you want to shoot so the, if the if, with this feature if it's sort of flying in a certain direction you can sort of just take your hands off the controller so to speak you can con- then then concentrate on what you're filming rather than how you're flying that that that's going to be a huge advantage. What I like too are the different the different flight modes now, including they've got a high speed mode. This thing can go up to seventy two kilometers an hour. Yeah. Now has a range of five kilometers, which would be illegal. We're in Australia unless you've got really good eyesight, because <laughs> it's got to be within or a great visual pair range. of binoculars, ultra high powered True. binoculars, True. Uh, or and and all that time you can control it and also see live seven twenty p HD live view as well yeah. which is impressive now i think that the, all those features combined and, and i think for the price they're asking i think yes it's still not a bad deal oh mate absolutely since so so consider this the phantom 3 pro uh, which i bought was when it retailed was 21.99 so this is only a couple of hundred dollars more than that and it has a staggering number of new features and the critical thing is they'll be able to maintain that price point for some time because it's not like 3dr can release software that no. does half of what this thing does because those cameras are critical um, and that's actually when you talk to retailers and, and we we know a couple of retailers quite well the selling point of the 3dr is that they won't just up, up release a new one every year um, so they're actually kind of selling it on the basis that software upgrades will will advance the technology. What DJI is doing is is improving the technology every year through new models, and they, that's not a that's a pretty proven thing by smartphone manufacturers. When you bought your your previous Phantom, did that come with a spare battery, or was that was that extra? No, I bought the spare batteries yeah. as well because yeah. the spare batteries, it's two hundred eighty nine dollars for another battery, that's and right. that, that's another twenty eight that's twenty eight minutes now yeah. with with flight time. With that, when you think about it, that's twenty five percent longer flight time. Mm. on each battery but so and i had a lot of tweets this morning saying you're going to get one now the answer to that is no i'm not now not because i can't afford it even though it would be a stupid thing to buy given i'm just leaving my job but <laughs> get um, that one past the missus mate yeah. um but here's here's why i don't need one i'll let you play with mine okay no, it's fine. <laughs> um i don't need one because i don't need the follow feature yeah. I don't use it. I've, you, I've, don't, you don't film yourself jogging very much. No, it? not often. No. Um, Skateboarding. Anything. Or? Anytime I've wanted to film myself. No, no, yeah, no. For you. Um, in, in a car, you can't really do the follow feature in a car because there's always trees and and stuff around. And but it's, I'll got, be, op- but it's got obstacle. I'll be honest with you. I don't believe that'll work as well as they say it will. Okay, I think that will work brilliantly when you're flying towards a big rock and it's it'll big, fly over yeah, it. It'll mountain. stop. Yeah, it'll but mate, it won't notice a telegraph wire. It yeah. won't notice a power line. There are things it will not see. And trust me, these things will fall from the sky at a faster rate. At Wesley Way, mate, or? Mate, we will get it up there and it will <laughs> smash down to the ground quicker than... We've got Optus and Telstra cable out at our yeah. place, right? Don't so this, brag, <laughs> so, so my, my problem is I think it's a great feature for potential avoidance. And the one crash that I've had... Only, pa- one? Pot- Only one crash you've had. Potentially... It would have avoided that because right. uh, I did hit a wall, but I think I hit it side on, not front on. 
So, so that's the only crash you've had. Yeah. yeah, I've only had one bingle myself. Yeah, it was a fair crash. Cost a lot yeah, to repair. Oh, really? yeah, well, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, she went down. Well, apparently this is a bit sturdier. Though, Thanks, Rob. Yes, you're rubbing yeah. it in. He was there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- this is apparently built. Uh, it's got a. Apparently, you got. It's a bit heavier than the other one. To, I too much heavier because yeah, if a little it's, bit heavier because if it's too heavy, it goes above the regulations. Aha. Uh-huh. Well. So. From this, this apparently is a little bit. Well, apart from all the crash avoidance technology on board, this actually sits in the sky a little bit. It, it sits. Yeah. So you, you with with the control and plus all those features to help you the crash avoidance and all of that. I think the chances of this crashing are obviously a lot lower. And and look, the other reason people say you know twenty eight minute battery life, would you buy it for that? I've got three batteries, mate. I've never had a battery life issue. Not, I can't imagine... That's like 22 minutes, say, hey, those other yeah, ones. Yeah, 22, 23 yeah. minutes. And you're never up for more than 18 because you start, you know, scaring yourself um, <laughs> that the, the battery's going to go flat, right? So yeah. I would say that I've never had a moment where I went, oh, I just wish I could fly for 22 minutes in full and yeah. then come down. So what do you do? Do you sort of hit return home? Or you, br- you bring it bring home, home and yeah. you change the battery and you go yeah. up again and you, yeah. get, you get some different shots and better shots. And I've got three batteries for that, mate. So mm. flight time-wise... I, it's better, but I don't know that it's compelling. Mm. So, yeah, I think that it's it's unbelievable. It is absolutely their flagship, and it is going to be an outstanding product. I just worry about how we test the sense and avoid. Because, frankly, this is exactly what we need to test. We need to test what are the limits of that, and it's not like they're willing to just have them fall out of the sky for of us. So it's an interesting one. But, look, fantastic product, uh, 2399 um, all the details are at techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. Now, um, Stephen. Oh, we're going, through, not, we're we're going through without stings. Jeez, you got a, it's bit, a lot of bit extra lazy, work. Mate, a bit lazy. Can we get some feedback from the audience <laughs> on the Ziggy Zaggy hashtag? Do you miss the, the stings? I'll put a sting before and after the ad. Okay, How's that? That's good. Okay. That sounds good. No, but okay, we, we'll, we'll, we'll move on. No, I, I was going to make do a little tune myself if you want. But. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Well, Telstra customers have uh, received a nice little bonus this week when it was uh, revealed that they can all claim 200 gigabytes of free Microsoft OneDrive online storage. That's the storage that used to be free, unlimited, but then Microsoft went near, maybe not. Yeah. Yep. Well, if you're a Telstra customer and you, you think about people who have got, let's, let's, let's say, let's just talk about the Telstra iPhone customers, right, who don't have expandable memory on their devices, who have got... The bajillion pictures and videos on it, and just bajillion. There's so many pictures. How many billions take, in a bajillion? <laughs> you know what I mean? There's that they do take a lot of photos, got a lot of videos, and rather than them putting them off their computer and then clearing up the memory, having them online in the cloud means that they can still access them on the go, and not only from their iPhone but from their other devices as well. So this this is a, a, a pretty cool offer when you think Telstra offer customers also one of their other bonuses is, is Apple Music free Apple Music mm. this is on top of that yep. now there I've I've sort of outlined the steps on what you need to do to claim to redeem this feature but I think it's another example of Telstra thinking well let, let's see what how much more value we can give our customers because 200 gig that's a lot of space online that's huge so yeah I haven't used OneDrive on iOS but. Does it have a camera upload feature like Dropbox and uh, Google Drive does? Because that's what you want. You want an automatic camera upload so that you're just consistently syncing your photo library to the cloud. If they have that, and we're open to questions and comments from the audience here, Ziggy Zaggy, the hashtag, Trevor Long on Twitter, at Stephen Fennick with a PH. Um, it's it would be great but bottom line um cloud storage is, is a very new thing to a lot of people and we we often have to talk about it on the radio trying to encourage people to understand it let alone embrace it to get it for free is is fantastic it's a bonus well you you compare what iCloud are offering to get that kind of iCloud storage you you got to pay i think 5 or 10 dollars a month to get 200 gig on on iCloud mm. i think I, I think i've got i think it costs maybe 5 5 or 6 dollars a month i think i've got that same amount but if you if you're on an iPhone and you're a Telstra customer, there's your storage for free. Don't, don't worry about going through iCloud. And uh, I think the more this is going to be a great example of people thinking, well, I can get it for free. I'm going to give it a go, and they'll realise just how handy it is. It is a great way for Microsoft to increase awareness of their service, yeah. but also another bonus for Telstra customers. Check it out if you're a Telstra customer, and I think you have to be a Telstra fixed broadband customer or a Telstra mobile customer. Yeah. But uh, either or both, you get uh, 200 gig for free from Telstra. Check out the details at techguide.com.au. Now, um, they giveth with one, they taketh with the other, is how I describe it. Amazing today. Is, the Bible. is it the Bible? <laughs> 
let's be clear if that is biblical uh i didn't know that um not that there's anything wrong with that um so amazing today announced huge new data allowances their five gig plans gone up to seven they've got a nine gig plan their one gig went up to 1.5 gig they've now got pricing from 29 up to 49 a month in between that 1.5 to 9 gig range unbelievable data allowances don't you think steve it is absolutely and i think a couple of my household uh, members of my household my wife and my daughter they are amazing customers because they've got their own devices and they've thought, well, for, for a fixed, fixed rate per month, they're going to get five gig a month. Now they're going to get seven gig a month, which is, that's great news. The more data, the merrier. The bad news? 28-day recharge instead of 30. Doesn't sound like much, but that's an extra month every year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two times 12 is 20, well, nearly 24 days yeah. extra. If, if you're on the $29 plan, you're paying an extra $25 a year. Mm-hmm. Now... I know it doesn't sound like much, but it's a fair percentage increase to say you're getting a whole, almost a whole extra month in the year. Now, Amazim just put a very single little line in there to talk about it. Uh, they said they will now review, renew every 28 days instead of 30. Um, in their in their release to the ASX, they said um, that this was bringing them in line with other telcos to make well, price comparison easier. Other telcos are 30 days, though, aren't they? No, a lot of them are. A lot of them are 28, 28 days. What's Kogan? Uh, Kogan is 30. 30 yeah, yep. so. um, but here's the thing. I don't care if Amazim was bringing it down to make themselves easier to compare. Mm-hmm. What they should have done was say, great news, ours is better value because it's 30 days. But what they're doing here is simply uh, resetting and making more money. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Amazim customers will are uh, low-cost customers. Mm-hmm. They're scrimping every dollar. Most won't be happy with this. Mm-hmm. I've had emails today from people who are filthy mm. that they are basically being charged an extra month a year for this and it does it makes a big difference um and i think that people don't realize it's happening and it just looks like two days and it's just you know two days different but makes a big difference through the course so, of the year so that so that then gives them instead of having 12 billing cycles per year they've now got 13 that's what yeah. that, that's this whole the two days difference yeah. so instead of instead of yeah. let's, let's say your daughter was on the 29 plan instead of her being around a 350 dollar customer yeah. a year yeah. she's now a 380 dollar customer a year well, let's do the math. you know oh the math is on efgm.com.au um, feel free to bring it up sure, um uh, 20 my calculator here. Well, yeah okay so, so 29 28, 28 tw- no no 20 29 95 i'm just doing the months first Oh, okay. Times I don't know what Stephen's doing. Well, hang on. It's not months, mate. So there you know. Hey, well, look, there's 365 days in the year, okay? I am aware. Divide that by 28. Yeah. It's 13. Mm, I've done all the math. Point it's on eftm.com.au. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so they, they are creating an extra billing month, but giving you that extra data as well. So you are... You get, you're paying for, say, you're paying for the extra data. With one they take yeah. it with the other, right? Right. No, absolutely. No, I so don't think it's free. Is absolutely my point. not. No, no, nothing for nothing. They say, but um, it's, it's the question it's, is, will people downgrade to to the lower cost plans because of this, which mm. actually will mean that it neutralizes itself from Macy in terms of a revenue measure. Um, and is that a good thing or a bad thing? So, so the three, the three is also twenty-eight days. The three gig, they're all twenty-eight days. It just doesn't say it in the press release. Uh-huh. So they mucked that up. So, uh, so yeah, it does say it all here. Twenty-eight days, uh, twenty-eight days instead of every thirty days. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a, it's, it's a. So yes, it's better data. Kind of, uh, Set up, isn't it? It's, where it's pro- product shrinkage is some, what someone described. You know how those? There's always George stories. Stands and knows all about that. Yeah, he does. Uh, when it's when it's called. Um, the you know 100 250 gram block of chocolates come down to a 220 yeah. gram block of chocolate, but it's the same price. You know. Yeah, they, didn't they do the same with the Fredo frog? They made the Fredo the point, frog right? smaller, and that's what Amazing's done here. Product shrinkage. They giveth with one, they taketh with the other. So be careful, be warned, and 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 this is the point. The other main point is get a plan that's right for you. So downgrade to the to the three gig if you're if you only needed three gig and they've now added two gig to that and you've got five gig, you don't need it. Go back, get down, and change your plan so that you're buying what you need, giving consideration to the fact that it is only twenty eight days. So uh, yeah. doesn't sound like it makes a big difference, but over the course of the year, it most certainly does. Well, it adds a whole month to your billing cycle. So whatever, say you're on a if you're on a forty four dollars ninety five per. 30 days, which is, let's, well, nearly every month is the only... maths is $45 extra on that one. Yeah. So you do you are getting extra data, but it's not free. You're paying for the privilege. That is the two bucks talking tech assessment of the amazing yeah. plans. Great new plans, but uh, if you're an existing customer, just be warned what you're, what you're getting into. Two blokes talking tech. You can read about those plans at eftm.com.au. <laughs>
And we do it all thanks to the uh, Arlo range of smart home security cameras. And the Arlo Q is now available. This is the uh, brand new full high definition camera that also has two-way audio. So not only can you see what's happening wherever you've put the camera to monitor, but you can also hear it. And if someone's there, you can actually talk to them using the app. It's unbelievable technology and it has continuous recording available so that you can actually, if you're a small business person, you can have this in your shop as a security camera and allows you to scrub back through time and see everything that happens, not just when there's motion detected. Uh, fantastic little camera from Netgear. The Arlo Q is now available. Uh, and for more details, go to arlo.com au. Well, there's been rumours circulating for quite a while. Apple and rumours uh, are no strangers. Apple rumours? Apple rumours have been really? for quite a long time. But well, the latest rumour, though, I think is pretty strong. Yeah. And it's about the fact that the company could potentially be releasing a cheaper iPhone. That's the best way I can describe it. The rumour is that they're going to release a device called the iPhone SE. So it's kind of the iPhone 5, the, la the last version of the iPhone 5 with a few extras, which was more what maybe the E could stand for. But I think the point of it, though, is that Apple would, if the rumor is true, would be attempting to create a device that would fall, fall more in that super mid-range of six, seven, potentially even $800, where customers are sitting that currently wouldn't be able to afford a regular iPhone. We're talking eleven, twelve hundred bucks to get an iPhone six, a six S plus. They're they're just out of that price range. So here is an opportunity for Apple potentially to increase their market share because a lot of customers are sitting in that band. Not everyone buys an iPhone or a Galaxy S six or seven. This huge band of customers where Apple currently are not participating. They they they're not playing in this space. If this product is is realized if it is released and, and there's a rumor that there's going to be an event on the 21st of March then I think companies like Samsung who have got the leadership in the smartphone market because they have a range of phones from the entry level mid-range and the top end then this could seriously see Apple's market share increase and potentially take over from Samsung so what I, I read it similarly but, but slightly differently Apple are already in this space because the iPhone 5S is still available. Yeah. And it's an $800 phone, 829 and stuff like that. But the iPhone 5S is now three years old. So it is aging and it doesn't have a lot of the technology they now um, rely on as part of their product offering like uh, NFC for Apple Pay and things like that. So what I think the best way to describe this phone is it's an iPhone 5S, same size, same screen size, potentially almost exactly the same body, potentially slightly rounded edges and available in rose gold. You know, these are the kind of um, differences that'll be, but it'll also have technology in it like the improved fingerprint scanner, which is in the more recent phones, and NFC for Apple. And, and the faster A9 processor, apparently, is, if the rumors are right, it's going to have the same silicon as the latest 6S. Mm. And you put all that together and you get yourself an absolutely cracking great phone, um, which doesn't appeal yeah. to people who want a bigger screen. Yeah, four um, inch, four inch screen. Um, but it, it, it has the screen that, that people who've got had a four or a five quite like. And so they will renew themselves into the iPhone ecosystem, which is also a critical part of the, the evolution, right? You've got to be able to keep people in the ecosystem. Mm. Um, and they'll be able to maintain something in that $800 Can price. Can they do mark. it though? Can they do it? The, the, oh, in the the rumor, according to these rumor sites, the the, the prices are going to be around the five hundred to five fifty US dollar mark, yeah. which brings it up to almost eight hundred dollars Australian. Yeah. It's, Can it's, they do that? Can they? Uh, is Apple capable of producing a, for want of a better word, a cheaper phone? I don't see any reason why not. I don't, I don't think it's a massive step up from the five S. It's really only a couple of pieces of technology in there. Mm. Um, and they're probably not really going to over-engineer it in terms of design. So I, I don't have any doubt about it, to be honest. I just think it's a no-brainer when they look at... Uh, they're, they're selling a device that, that is now too old, okay? That's their problem, and they need to replace it um, so that they've got three phones in there available in, in the store, um, and, and that's where it sits. I personally think they should call it the iPhone 6 mini. I just think it's yeah. a much smarter way to, to describe it to the broader market. Yeah, I, I think, though, to, as it sits, like you, you think that a couple of years ago, four inches, four inch screen, eight megapixel camera, that was the norm. Yep. And and even though we've moved past that with the 6S and, and the 6S Plus and all the, the, the devices now, the 6, that's still not bad. 
Four-inch screen still, is still excellent. Still tens of millions of people using that phone. Absolutely. So I think while the technology's moved on for the early adopters and everyone who wants just the latest and greatest, there's still a bunch of people who think, you know what, that screen's big enough, that camera's good enough, it's good enough. So Apple now, as I said, they've moved on and the 7 is going to be even better than that, don't forget. So there is still a rich vein of customers here that to, to mine, to, to get these on board. If they can keep that price down, though, if if it's if it's eight hundred and fifty nine hundred Aussie dollars, then for another couple of hundred dollars, they can afford a six S. Yeah, there's no point having it. Like, what well, they they really need to make an effort. It's a seven ninety nine phone. Bring it in. If they can, if it's under eight hundred bucks in Australia, that'd be that'd be impressive. If it is, because the way the way it sits now, if it is five fifty US, and depending on the dollar, don't forget the dollars hammered us over the last few years. It's I think it's around seventy two now. So. If the dollar is friendly, if they can get it, if they can get it, what I'm thinking in the US, it'll be 499 US. It'll bring it under five. That'll make it 680, 700, 700 something maybe in Australia. Then that that's within people's reach. Yeah, I think um, so. So the original rumor from nine to five Mac was uh, an event in the on the fifteenth um, that. A couple of sites are real assholes. They said, oh, well, they were wrong, and it's the twenty first. But I think that date was probably can right. Can be wrong though? I believe they it's can. It's not wrong until it's actually confirmed, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. But see, the problem is a lot of these sites, especially the reputable fact, ones, compete, pride themselves on the fact that they've been right every time. They got the good mail. That's right. And then now they look like they didn't have the good mail. Um, but, you know, with the FBI stuff going on, I think Apple may have had to reassess absolutely everything in the timing of it. But it may also just have been wrong in the first place and not confirmed. Yeah. Um, the other thing they will announce at that event is uh, iPads. Um, iPad, iPad, Pro, iPad, iPad Pro, iPad Pro Mini. Or iPad... Uh, is it, what are they up to? The iPad Air 3, is yeah. it? Yeah. So we call the Pro <laughs> the Pro Mini. The, well, the, what? The, the rumors are that it won't be called the iPad Air 3 because what they want to do is keep the iPad Air available yeah. and then have another iPad 10-inch that has the touch technology like the Apple like Pencil the technology okay, like yeah, the Pro. Right, right. And so you remember the lineup at um, at the event where they announced the Pro. We had the, the two minis, they had the two mid-size, and they, and they had and the, the, Pro. the Pro. I think they want to slot more in there. They just want to have more yeah, in the range. Sure. So it's going to be, yeah, I speculated that myself actually in my story where the, the, the new, it'll still be a 9.7-inch screen, but it'll have Apple Pencil compatibility and you can yeah. draw on the screen. So the name is what we're just not agreeing on. We, we, we don't know. It's, what did you give a toss? Could be, could be iPad Air, no, iPad Pro Mini. <laughs> That's confusing. I don't, I don't You've think, already got a Mini in, I don't, the, in the lineup. I don't, I don't think it'll be a Pro Mini, but, you know, they, they might find a way to call it a Pro of some description. Air Pro. The 10-inch the Pro. Who knows? Yeah, you know? exactly. Mate, right. the, mate, this is the company that called the second, the third one, the new iPad. Yes. Let's be clear. Yeah. So the, you can't put company, anything past them. The company, the the department of the company that can name all the products, the naming are on drugs. They're, they're they're frantically working hard now to come up with a catchy name. If they, let me tell you this: if they do call the net, that uh, that that <laughs> mid size iPhone, the iPhone SE. Yeah. They have officially they lost their marbles. Why? Why? It's a stupid name. Why? It's, it's, think it's about, a familiar product with a bit extra, with an E on the end. How's it familiar? What's, how, what's no, an well, S? It's a five, it's a S is... There's no number, well, mate. S, S Every other a, iPhone has had a number. Oh, no, no, this has got a number. iPhone 5 SE, it'll be no, called. No. No, well, no I'm, that's I'm, not what they're saying. I'm calling it the 5 SE. No. 5. Gibbering idiot rumour mongers <laughs> are saying iPhone SE. Mate, let's remember, it's all a complete bunch of gibberish no, until Tim ev- Cook announces it. Not everything has to have a number. You just said yourself they called one product the new iPad. That's what, That didn't I'm, have a number. I'm saying, yeah. that my, I just spent three days in Amsterdam. Yeah. I'm telling you, these people are spending a long time in coffee shops in Amsterdam. <laughs> I didn't go into any, but let me tell you, walking past them, you there's didn't. Apple marketing people in there <laughs> smoking drugs. People with ponytails? You're talking Ponytail about Porsche drivers. <laughs> In Amsterdam. Okay. Well, we should. I think we should get asked for our listeners' opinions. What do you think the new iPhone should be That's called? Right. And what do you think the new iPad should be called as well? Yeah, give iPad, us your best suggestions. iPad Maxi Mini. <laughs> Maxi Mini. Ah, oh, that I'd love to see. That I'd love to see. Can't put it past them. Can't the put Maxi it past them. Stephen has. I don't think it'll be the pro. It won't be the Pro Mini Maxi. Maybe Pro Maxi Mini. <laughs> Who knows. Stephen has a full roundup of the rumours and some uh, some uh, what you call them design mock-ups at techguide.com.au. Now, I had a question on Tuesday on 2UE from a listener 
we were we were uh, whinging and moaning about the EPL rights on Optus and how the world is a changing place. And a bloke rang up and said, what the hell is happening with NRL streaming this year? And I said, well, let me find out. So I did a bit of research uh, during the week and I thought I'd clarify for people what's possible uh, outside of your television set. Because your television set's kind of easy to understand. Channel 9's got Thursdays, Fridays and Sundays. Fox Sports has every single game live. <clears throat> so if you're a Fox Sports customer you will now be able to watch every single game live on Foxtel Go because you've got the sports package, you're entitled to it, and they're streaming every game. That's a nice, so, easy so win. So that's on the Foxtel app, not the NRL app. Correct. So on the Foxtel Go app, you'll be able to stream all the games because you're entitled to watch them on your yep. subscription. Can I if, ask another question then? Yes, Can you, will that work if I'm overseas? Because Foxtel Go doesn't work overseas. No. But will the NRL streaming through Telstra, if you're a customer, work overseas? Probably not. I don't care. You don't. <laughs> oh, I really don't. This is for someone who travels a fair bit for their job and yeah. will get You've up at any time. You've got access to all the, the illegal streams. You know where they are. <laughs> yeah, that's right. um, if you are a Channel 9 viewer, uh, Channel 9 has a bunch of games, as I said, Thursdays, Fridays and Sundays, um, and they will not have streaming. The Nine Now streaming service will not have the games, a la the cricket earlier in the year. Really? They don't have the digital rights. Optus had those. Uh, with the so NRL... What is they, NRL not, what does Nine now show during the footy? Just of test patterns? Uh, really? Seriously? Just nothing? I'm sure it's a big sign There'll that says... repeats of Here Come the Habibs. Or the be... F, F Troop. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> F Troop used to yeah, always be on when the yeah, cricket yeah. was rained out. Petticoat Junction will be on after. How that, old though. am I right now? Yeah. Um, the <laughs> Hogan's Heroes, it'll be. Um, yeah, no. So if you go to Nine Now, the app, or Nine Now, the website, during the rugby league, there will be no football. Really? Uh, uh, I can ex- crickets. I can exclusively reveal that in 2018, they have those rights. Uh-huh. So for the next two seasons... because oh, did, did, So Telstra owned the digital rights now. Until 2018. And so 2018, was the was this the deal that was negotiated through Nine? Yes. And they took the Telstra... They, they won the digital rights off Telstra. They won Telstra. every right. Yeah. They won everything. <clears throat> yeah. So in 2018. So not next season, the season after, yeah. Nine now will resume streaming live footy. Yeah, I mean, it's two years away. We probably won't yeah. be called Nine now by then, but, It'd you know. be called Nine, so, nine then. So then there's the NRL app, which Telstra creates and operates. Yep. Um, Telstra, uh, that, that's always been had streaming of nearly every game. But you had to pay for it. But you had to pay for it, about 80 bucks. That that will still be available to people, but you'll be able to watch every game, not just the ones that aren't. Like last year, the Channel 9 games were uh-huh. only available when after they'd been to air, and it was a little bit complex. Yeah. Um, now it's your lunch, every, your lunch repeating on your video. Yeah, a little bit. Now it's every game. And for Telstra customers, it's free. Free. So Hallelujah. if you're a Telstra customer, I've got the code on my website, but you can actually right now, you can you can put in your phone hash 820 hash and it'll automatically send you a text and you can choose AFL or NRL. You can have either the AFL or the NRL for free. You can't you have can't them have both. both. Really? No. Oh, mate. Stingy. Stingy. Oh, give it a rinse. Well, why? What, what would the crossover be? There'd be, there'd be obviously like ninety percent of AFL cross, fans. I'll tell would you what it. the crossover is: passionate, so willing to pay eighty bucks. Right. I say you can have it if you want to pay for it. You can't oh, yeah, for free. You can only have one. Yes, you can only have really? one for free as a Telstra oh, customer. Telstra. You know Telstra. I've got to say, I just found out, and this is probably common knowledge to people. You know, they used to be they, government owned. No, no. They, you know, if you receive a bill, a paper bill, yeah. it costs you money. You never listen to Talkback no, no, Radio. No, no, no. But the, but this is the other part of it, though. If you choose to pay that bill in person, it costs you money again. So you get a bill for receiving a bill and then another bill for paying the bill. They mm. should be called the Telstra bills. For a bloke that's on Talkback Radio, you obviously <laughs> don't listen to it a lot. No, I do. I listen to it all the time. It's just it's extraordinary that it's still going on and it's so expensive. It's $3.20 or something to receive a bill. But anyway, Telstra, they've got plenty, but you think they'd waive the bill, the bill bill. I'm in credit with my phone bill. That's how good I'm going. Because I pay in advance and I'm stupid. Um, so if you're a Telstra customer, you can choose the season pass you want for yeah. free. And I'm assuming it's also data um, unlimited be, as well. I'll be at the game anyway, mate. I won't be. I'll be at the game. Yeah, I'll, I'm busy that day. I'll, uh, you, can, I'll be, you can only watch one game live at a time. So if you're at the game, it'll be the Souths game that I'm at. But it'll be good to know that if I've got my phone... Even though I'm not a Telstra customer, I'm sure we can be able to use my Foxtel Go app to watch the other games that are on. Mm. I'm busy that Never day. miss a minute. <laughs> the Formula One's on. I'll be, I'll be watching that. Formula One's on late at night, though, isn't it? Oh, there are, apart from the Japanese Grand Prix, which is Australian, in our time Japanese. Zone. Okay, two two Grand Prix in, in our time Malaysia. zone. 
<laughs> Malay. Isn't that sort of... I oh, know, the yeah, Singapore's the night one. Yeah, yeah, Singapore's night. We should get over there. I reckon we should do a Two Blokes podcast from the Singapore Formula One Grand Prix. I've just just got, putting it out there. I've already got some feelers out. Um, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a it's little... not till September, is it? What? Is, oh, when mate. is it? I'm, I'm, I'm attempting. I'm, I'm attempting at least three Formula One. You, okay, so have you already got the feelers out for 2017 Formula Ones as well, or have you got a Formula One Australian Formula One 2017 wrapped up as well? 2017 next next year. year. Yeah, you got the feelers out in no, advance. One event at a time. I'll be I'll be I'll be in Melbourne for three days this right. year though, okay. enjoying the corporate hospitality of a large number of yes. different companies. Yes. <laughs> Just, I'll be there for a couple as well, actually. What days will you be there? Uh, the 17th. The and then day? the 18th. Yeah, so you come and do so Epson for, and Hisense? Well, yeah, that's a Hisense, yeah. But I'll, I'll, shall I come home and then go back the next day or just I might as well stay overnight? Get you, one of you them. You can to, room with me if you want. <laughs> get one of them to pay for the flight down, one of them to pay for the flight back and then work out who's going to pay for my hotel room if I don't bunk in with you. Well, I've booked one, so you want to go Arby's? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you booked it yourself? Well, I had to because I was oh, trying to find me down, but no one's There you no, go, right, eh? You know, it's only so okay. much doing. Fair enough. Anyway, we digress. So Literally. if you're an NRL fan, lots of great options for you this year, and you can read those details at eftm.com.au. It's oh, my what, turn. What, what it's my turn. Oh, no, well, the, oh, the, sting, oh, the Stings, not having the Stings, the has thrown me. Oh, has it thrown it's you? It's thrown me a little bit. Even the listeners were ready for that. <laughs> this That was the Sting, by the way, if you'd ever heard it. Well, my, what I'm going to do, I'm going to insert like five seconds of silence there so it sounds like you were so much worse. Thank you very much for your support there, Trevor. That's great. Well, what I'm talking about is the new 7-Eleven. I'm going to find a sound effect for crickets. <laughs> well, it'd be called crickets, wouldn't it? I'm going to find it. First. Yeah, I've got one. I'll show it to you. Uh, it's for every time you crack a joke. I always play <laughs> off that. <laughs> But anyway, let's talk. Uh, let's talk Seven Eleven, and let's talk fuel. Fuel lab in, on the on the on the in the fair dinkum. First department. rule of talkback radio: don't talk about petrol. <laughs> well, we all we all try to have a look when when fuel's cheap. We we we, we want to know about it. Have you? I, I know we, mate, we've got four cars in our family here. We 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 notice petrol's cheap. We I tell my son, look, it's it's a dollar ten up here. If you need to fill up, go for it. So if you fill my car, I'll let you use the theatre one night. There you go. That's right. But. <laughs> Have, for being able to find cheap fuel is is one thing, and Seven Eleven have created an app that lets you do that. Now their their app lets you look in your area to see where the cheapest fuel is at Seven Eleven stores. Let's be straight with that. But what I like about this app is that it, when you do find that cheapest fuel option, it lets you lock it in for a week. So you can go if you think if you find all right, it's a dollar ten up in Kensington. I, I want to lock that in. I can have that price of fuel at any 7-Eleven store in the next seven days in Australia, no matter where I go. And if you turn up at any particular 7-Eleven and the price, their current price is cheaper than what you've locked in, then of course you get it at the cheaper price. So that's a handy, I think they're calling it a world first type of app where you can not only find the cheap prices, but also lock it in the system. And the good thing that's is they've got good. the network now. They, the 7-Eleven bought all the mobile servos. Uh, renovated them all, did a whole bunch of work. So they've they've got a network now that really works for them. I guess the question will be, um, how will it affect pricing? So will will pricing actually get as low as it normally did? Because and you got to remember the context here. The ACCC's got involved pretty heavily here, and um, there's this. I'm just going to call it complete rot that goes on, <laughs> where all of the petrol companies pay another company to aggregate all the data. So uh, they actually have an independent company that, that has all of the data about all the pricing in real time. So that's how petrol stations know when to put the prices up. They now have to make that public. So all of that data is being made available publicly. So you will see a million more apps coming out that allows you to find the cheapest petrol. And what 7-Eleven is doing is getting ahead of the bunch here to say, we're not only going to give you that data, but we're going to allow you to actually utilize it to your own benefit. So it's a very, very good idea. Um, and we can only probably see even better things coming in, in, the, in the time ahead. Is Tuesday still cheap fuel day? Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday. I thought Tuesdays was the day where... Look, I'll be honest. Yeah. I'll just fill it up. Yeah. If you, you need petrol, you need corporate petrol. corporate card, which you're going to be oh, giving yeah. up. The EFTM weeks, right? corporate card. Oh, there you go. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it still still comes out of the T-long T bank account, but it's yeah. not SBA. You don't have an SBS fuel card, do no, you? Mate. Did you have a company car with this? No, SBA? I didn't have a company That was part, wasn't part of your contract? No, mate. What's wrong with you? Why didn't you include it? Mate, they don't give me the kind of cars that I want to drive for a start. Well, and secondly, it's a public service broadcaster on the bare bones of its ass. Okay, working really hard. Does the managing hard. director have a car in his contract, do you reckon? Oh, no, he does not. 
I reckon he would. He doesn't. He doesn't. You know that for a fact, do you? I know that for a fact. Yeah. There you go. Quite well, and I know he buys his own car. Good luck to him. Good luck to him. Or her. It's a guy, isn't it's it? Guy, yeah. There you go. Michael Ebert. Shout out, Michael. Having <laughs> lunch on Monday. Well, now, are you going to give yourself a company car now with the yeah, EFGM Proprietary Limited? <laughs> We've got big plans. Big yep. plans. Anyway, the app is available um, now, and you can read all about it at techguide.com.au. Now, before I sort of gave myself a sting there, Bob, before we... Um, before we do the minute reviews, let me talk Tesla quickly. Um, I think you remember, you might remember, we talked quickly about the BMW that I had a few months ago, and I was disappointed that it didn't have a feature available in Europe that allowed you to self-park the car using the remote control. It's a pretty funky remote control. No self-parking. That's a that's a deal breaker. Unbelievable. Like you pay two hundred fifty grand, you want it to park itself, right? And make you a cup of tea on the way. Right? But it was a very big feature in Europe, and Tesla have a feature in America called Summons. Now in America, it's unbelievable. It can link with your garage door. You can press a button. The car comes out of the garage and drives down the driveway and parks out the front ready for you right unbelievable mm. um in australia that's legislatively not possible so they didn't put that piece of software in the australian cars but what they did do on sunday night here was roll out a bit of software to the cars and this is what's so cool about tesla software upgrade overnight done um and this allows people to have summons as a feature but what it is it's just forward and backwards so what you can now do is walk into so let's say you drive up to your driveway and you're in front of the car uh, the garage you open the garage door you get out of the car you open the tesla app and you push on the car and you push it forward with your thumb and it drives into the into the garage for you so if you've got a really tight spot yeah you can just drive so it in there that's possible now that is possible now and but, drive out again as well but aren't the laws if the car's on your property can't you can't it be come up the driveway as long as they're still on your property so i think the issue there probably is how does tesla prevent someone doing the wrong thing by that and therefore really screwing with them publicity wise well well, wouldn't it be that like yeah look at my driveway here i've got a quite a long driveway so i could potentially have it come up the driveway right near the near the the front of the fence there yeah and, and, should, and if I'm seen if I'm seen doing that outside my property, then I'm going to get fined. No, yeah, just like everything else. So but, but, what's going to stop me driving 160 kilometres now? No one's going to see it until I get caught. But because it's a software feature in an innovative car and a company that doesn't want bad publicity, yeah. they don't want that, right? So, but, but why, why then? Well, I'll, I'll give you this then. Well, what, what's the top speed of the car? I don't know, a couple It'd be 260 right? or something, whatever, whatever that is. Well, no, it's not legal to drive 260 kilometres an hour, yet... It can drive 260 kilometers an hour if you want. Mm-hmm. So why couldn't you make this feature available, specify that it can only be used on your property as the law allows? I think you're a wise man, Stephen. you do it? Let me tell you, Tesla have done this for publicity. BMW, as I said, couldn't bring it to market. And BMW, mm. they've beaten BMW to the punch here. Mm. BMW, and here's the thing. Here's the other knife in the wound. You, BMW have now confirmed that they will make this available in the BMW 7 Series later this year. Not retrospectively. So you bought a $250,000 car no. yesterday and in in December they bring out this feature. You can't go to the deal and get it upgraded. You've got to buy a new one. So that, that's the issue. And I think Tesla are really putting the heat on these other car manufacturers to be a bit more innovative, as you mentioned, because like you said, like I, 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 drive, I drive a car now that is now the, the current models have like CarPlay, for example. Lada have CarPlay. I don't drive a Lada, but the <laughs> that my car is for they're still working out a way if it's possible to have CarPlay on it because it's the, the, this this old system that can't be upgraded. I'll give you the answer. It's a couple no. of years old. My car. It's two years old. The answer is no. Yeah. Well, it, it, but it's an example. Tells Tesla are showing other car companies how it should be done exactly. in this day where we can upgrade our computers and phones and everything else overnight why can't we do that to our cars in this day and age it's the 21st century that's, well that's why i don't think the summons feature is that remarkable but it proves a point and that's what that's what tesla needs yeah. it's very cool info about it is available at the ftm.com.au now as we sit here with the overlords and dark side looking at us um they're all dark side, right? They are, yeah. Yeah, okay. What does yeah. that say about me? That you're a dark a human dark being. Side, yeah. Why are you a fan of the dark side? What's wrong with the resistance, mate? Cooler costumes, the dark side. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you're up with it. Good luck to you, mate. You're up with it. I'm impressed. I've got to say, I'm impressed. I wasn't expecting you to see it for another 30 years. But, no, well, and I, yeah. I kind of disappointed myself by watching it. Well, why? Why? But, but you, can I ask a question? Has your son seen it? Or so if you haven't no. seen it, you, you no. wouldn't have, no one, you didn't take him to the movies to see it? No. Did he ask to see it? If he does, it's not rated for him, so he's not watching it. Oh, right. So it's nine. It's, it's, what is it? It's rated PG. I think it's M. 
I think it's PG. I think it's M. PG's still 12 anyway, isn't it? PG. I don't care. He's not watching it. Really? Okay. But you've seen the film. Okay. Violent. Yeah, there is a little bit of violence in it. No, I, don't, I don't want violence don't in my want son's life, okay. mate. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm a very simple man. <laughs> mate, where, you know what my son watches? Thunderbirds. Original series. Oh, I grew up on, on Stan. Oh, the original series. Yes. The, pap, the puppet yes. series. Great. Yes. Good luck You're to you, mate. Stan. Mate, all to. three of them love it. Harry well, and Victoria love well, it. How good is it watching Stan? Because Inspector Gadget you, 2, original. You could watch it whenever you want. When I was a kid, you have to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning right. on, yes, Saturday morning on Saturday morning to watch yes. it. Who wants to get up at 6 in the morning to watch it? Unless you're a Thunderbird fan, you had to get up. But how good is that? You can watch it whenever you want. And Inspector Gadget is on Stan. Oh, I, love I mean, there's love some it. good stuff happening on Stan right now. There is. Just free ad for Stan. A Better Call Saul, Billions, and whatever the hell the date is, 110663 yes, or whatever it is, James Franco is friggin' brilliant. It's based on the Stephen King novel. I don't care. Yeah. It's a very good TV show. <laughs> is it a Have sin- you watched is it? it? It's a movie or a miniseries? No, it's a, it's a series. It's, it's series, like six yeah, or seven I haven't seven seen it yet. I've actually, I've read the book though. I, I, I do know the story. Can I commend this, the show to you? Absolutely. Are you allowed to watch Stan in here? Yeah. You are. I watch everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family theatre, mate. It's a family theatre. It's not doesn't. It's not just the Stephen Fennick home theatre. It's the Fennick family home theatre. Understand? Okay. Understand? This is the Fennick family who are in three different rooms of this house <laughs> watching the same Prison program break. at yeah, different yeah. periods of the. Ep- it's hey, it's mate, hilarious. That's it's brilliant. Life, Welcome life. to the modern age. Now, minute reviews. There are a swathe of these products coming to market. Obviously, some Chinese factory has developed the technology and everyone's building it now. You've got another Bluetooth padlock for I it. I do, yes. This is called the Nokia Smart Padlock and I, I worked out Nokia? it's called Nokia because there's no key. You don't need a key. No key. Get it? Yeah, I saw this it's one at uh, Barcelona. Yes, that's right. This is a Bluetooth padlock so you can forget the keys. You can forget the combinations. This uses either your smartphone app so the, the app sets it up it allows you to, once you press down on the shackle, the little unlock symbol appears next to the name of the lock. You can also set a little, what they call the quick-click combination. So you can set like a Morse code type combination oh, now that's cool. to, to open the lock. So if you don't have your phone, your phone's dead, you forgot your phone, you can have a like little Morse code, long, short, dash sort so of code. you can make it... Yeah, whatever you want to set through the app, that is that code. So that, that will open. You can also give other people permission. You can send them permission to open it. It gives you the history of the opening and closing, locking uh, of the padlocks as well. Yeah. Um, and it's powered by a watch battery. So the 2032 normal watch battery runs for a year. Uh, really handy. And if you've got several padlocks, like imagine this on an industrial level, like a company level, you've got 15 different padlocks at different sites. No need to pick up keys, drop off keys. It's just making that a lot more convenient. The guy who actually sells these padlocks, I, I, I met him uh, at CES. Where I just was on a shuttle bus going back to my hotel, and this Kiwi fellow sat in front of me. We got chatting, and he said, "Oh, look, I, I would distribute these in, internationally." And that—that's how we got to, how I got introduced to the No Key Padlock. Mm-hmm. It's about a hundred bucks. You can order it from the website that's on Tech Guide. It's—it's—it's it's, it's well, he's a Kiwi company that you can buy them from, which it's about one hundred and fifteen Kiwi dollars, which is about a hundred Aussie dollars. So uh, available now. The, the you can also get a cable and bike mount, and you can also open it with a fob. You know, like a, you put it near the fo- near the lock, and it will open with that yeah. specific fob. That's available too. That's that's uh, thirty nine uh, Kiwi dollars, which is about about thirty five Aussie dollars. Check it out, techguide.com.au. And to wrap it up, a uh, bunch of great new things from our good mates at Garmin. Well, Garmin, uh, probably the leaders in in this uh, fitness band activity tracker market, and they've just released the Vivo Active HR, which is a, a nice upgrade to the previous Vivo Active. It's got a bigger screen. It's now got a heart rate monitor. It's got this always-on display, which is bright enough to read in, in, in even in bright sunlight. It's really easy to read. It's also got GPS on board as well, so it can track you while you're doing, if you're on a run, if you're walking, whatever you happen to be doing, if you're snowboarding, and skiing that heart rate monitor too is also can be used to work out you know how they, they sometimes work out calories burned it sort of does a bit of an estimate with your heart rate it's got this algorithm that can work out a more accurate calories burned uh, figure so the vivo active hr it's available in a few colors as well i think there's uh, a couple of different color bands there uh, it's going to be $399. It's available from next month. So if you're looking for one of those all-round devices, this has got the connectivity to your smartphone as well. So it's a smartwatch. It's an activity tracker. So it does all of those as well. You get your notifications, your, your texts, emails, calendar notifications, all of those. 
battery life, they're saying is about eight days, depending on how you use it. If you use GPS a fair bit, it'll probably come down to about a day. So the Garmin Vivo Active HR, $399. They, do, they have also released the Vivo Fit 3, which has uh, interchangeable bands, and that's going to be priced at $169, and that's also out uh, in late March, early April. Check them out at techguide.com.au. Episode 245, two bikes talking tech in the can. Stephen, I don't know, what have we got on next week? There's a bit going on, but uh, it's really all leading up to the Apple rumours and whatnot. So there's a bit going on in the world, but uh, we'll be back to do it all over again. And if people have got uh, feedback, questions, comments about anything going on in the... uh, in the world of uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech, use the, have the hashtag Ziggy Zaggy on Twitter. So what have we asked for people to tell us whether they've seen Star Wars, yep. uh, The Force Awakens, yep. whether they, can you tell us some names of the phone the or iPad, iPad. What, what are the names, what, yep. what else do we ask for? That's about it. Well, that, that's, that's enough that's, homework. That's a that's lot of homework, homework for most of our listeners. <laughs> yeah, that was a big topic on the talkback today, whether kids should have homework what after school. What are your views? Uh, I, I think some, not a lot. I think give give them some revision maybe to do like a, a maybe forty five minutes to an hour. What age should they start getting homework? Oh, I think probably maybe late primary school, maybe year five six. My daughter is in, in kindergarten, yeah. and she doesn't get homework, but she has to read some what they call them camera words, sight words. Reading's good though. Mate, reading, reading's reading's great. not homework. Like, reading's awesome. Oh, That's look, not homework. Do you read? You're not a big reader though, are you? I've never read a book. I'm a life. massive reader. I love reading. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You've got to set a good example for your kids, mate. Let them, even if you're not reading it, just let them see you holding a book. Say, <laughs> so what's dad doing? Say, so what's, what's, what's dad doing? Oh, he's reading. Oh, I better do that myself. I, I, I am quite <laughs> proud to say our kids have had a re- book read to them every night of their lives. Good luck. Oh, that's, that's just standard fare in our house. Well, so you have read dinner. a book then? Yeah, I've just never read an actual book. <laughs> I, mate, read I can. Dr. Zeus a mate, lot. <laughs> I, mate. Oh, Sam, I am. That's Sam, I am. And I do not like that. You know, I'm very, very good at Dr. Seuss. And um, Gerald was a tall giraffe, uh, the hungry so caterpillar. What, what age is going to be when you stop reading him a story, mate? Well, Jackson's, what age? Jackson's not re- Jackson's reading himself. Jackson oh, has to read to himself now. now. He has to has to read to us for fifteen minutes oh, every night. That's it would his. Be a bit weird if you see sixteen years old and you read him a little bit time. Yeah, uh, Amanda posted a photo of me on Instagram last night. I'd fallen asleep listening to him. <laughs> she came home, the comes year. upstairs, and I'm asleep. <laughs> Subliminally, I heard every word. Right. Oh, so he was reading, and you were just there next to him, and yeah. you nodded off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was he still awake? He kept going. Oh, he right. powered on. He powered through. He right. powered on. He never woke you up. No. Did you draw a moustache on you or anything right? while you're sleeping? <laughs> no. That's what I would have done. Listen, he'll have massive problems if he does that. <laughs> Two Blokes Talking Tech. We'll be back again next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We shall talk to you then. Oh, 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 oh.